Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Did you hear that? Wine and champagne is 20% off. And that... Medium selection boxes like Skittles and Cadbury mix and match any three for five euro. 20 and 24 can boxes of Coke, Diet Coke and Coke Zero are just 12 euro. Have you got any 10 off 50s? And that's the sound of better value. Every week leading up to Christmas, there's new savings to be had. Dunn stores make Christmas for everyone. Terms and conditions apply. Vouching abuse to next grocery shop of 50 euro or more. Voucher excludes alcohol. Please drink sensibly. Monsters is a podcast about the worst human beings on the planet. Listener discretion is advised. Imagine being 29 years old. You might live on your own. Maybe you live with a roommate or a significant other. You may already be married and have kids of your own. You may have been to college. It's possible you already graduated and have your degree. You might have spent time abroad. You've definitely lived, loved, and learned. And yes, maybe you still live with your parents, or maybe you've moved back in with them. Times can be tough and you do what you need to survive. In those times, though, you generally live as an adult. Your parents probably have some ground rules for you, but you still come and go as you please, eat what you want, and have relationships with people outside of the house. You probably aren't imagining being 82 pounds and locked inside your parents' house, living in your own filth. That's the condition of all of David and Louise Turpin's children, including their oldest daughter, Jennifer Turpin was 29 years old when her parents were arrested. She weighed 82 pounds, and medical staff said that she looked like she was maybe mid-teens. You may have seen the headlines in January of 2018 about the 13 children who were rescued from a house of horrors in Paris, California. About the 13 children who were rescued from a house of horrors in Paris, California. A couple were keeping their 13 children locked inside some shackled to their beds, only allowing them to shower once a year and eat once a day. There's one major error in this story, though. Seven of the 13 Turpin offspring being held in the house were adults. This is Monsters. Come back and find out that he's deceased. Tapping me on the head, telling me I'm cheating, telling me I'm... Let me see your phone. Just kill her. I think Diego Campione is totally in the wrong, and I hope he burns in hell for all his sins. Hell's not a very fun place. I only have two hands. I'm not four hands, girl. I'm two hands. And our just get escalated and escalated. (laughs) 
Yes, they were all the children of David and Louise Turpin, but in all reality, they were adults and were legally allowed to leave. The adults ranged in age from 18 to 29, but it was completely understandable for authorities to assume they were all underage. They were all so malnourished that they had suffered from severe developmental issues. Even the hospital staff thought that they were all underage. Louise Turpin may have got some of her parenting skills from her own upbringing. Her and her siblings grew up with strict parents who didn't allow television, dating, or even having friends. David began dating then-Louise Robinette when he was 24 years old and she was only 16. Her mother, Phyllis Robinette, allowed them to date and kept it a secret from Louise's preacher father, Wayne Robinette. Phyllis really liked Turpin and believed that since he was from a Christian family, he must be good. He had graduated from Virginia Tech in 1984 with a bachelor's degree in electrical and computer engineering. He was a recipient of the Marshall Hahn Engineering Merit Scholarship his junior and senior years. Just after graduating from Virginia Tech, Turpin showed up at Princeton Senior High School in Princeton, West Virginia, where Louise was in 10th grade. He convinced the staff to allow him to sign the teen out of school, and they left town. They made it all the way to Texas before authorities caught up with them and made Louise call home. Though Phyllis was the one who had initially allowed the relationship, now she was demanding that Louise return home immediately. Wayne said, quote, No, she has made her choice. She should go off and live her life, end quote. He gave his blessing for the couple to get married, and they returned to West Virginia to have a small ceremony with just the Turpin and Robinette families. The discovery of his wife's lie changed Wayne Robinette's life. They eventually separated after two years, and he stopped preaching. Louise's younger sister, Teresa Robinette, said, quote, He still went to church, he still lived for God, but he stopped preaching, end quote. The newlywed Turpins lived in Southern California, where David had taken a job working for defense contractor General Dynamics. When the company was taken over by even bigger defense contractor Lockheed Martin in 1990, they transferred him to their facility in Fort Worth, Texas. At this time, they had one child, 18-month-old Jennifer. Over the next decade, the Turpins would add five more children to their family. After Jennifer, they had Joshua, Jessica, Jonathan, Joy, and Julianne, all J-names. How cute. Despite David having a six-figure salary working for one of the United States' largest defense contractors, the Turpins filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy in 1992. They had accumulated substantial debt and had maxed out their credit cards. Louise's other sister, now Elizabeth Flores, lived with the Turpins at their home in Fort Worth in the summer of 1995, right after she graduated from high school. She said that she never saw any physical abuse, but she was shocked at just how strict her sister was. The children had to ask permission to do everything, including eat and use the bathroom. While there, she said that David would watch her shower. She claimed that she was young and scared, and since he never touched her, she never reported it. She said in an interview that as an adult, she can see things that she couldn't see then. This would be the only location where any of the Turpin children would attend public school. Jennifer was enrolled in first grade when she was eight years old. She was bullied because, first, she was a few years older than other kids. Most kids are about six when they enter first grade, so her parents had already put her at one disadvantage. Second, the Turpins sent her to school in the same filthy clothes every day. 
Classmates would later report that she smelled like urine and her long brown hair was always greasy. Of course, none of that was Jennifer's fault. Her parents wouldn't let her bathe or change her clothes. They would later keep their children shackled to their beds for long periods of time with no trips to the bathroom, so they would be forced to wet themselves. In 1998, the bank had started the process of foreclosure on their house, and in 1999, they moved to the town of Rio Vista, about 40 miles or 64 kilometers south of Fort Worth. The people who ended up buying their old home said that the floors were caked in grime and there were stains on all of the walls that looked like feces. Shortly after moving into their new home, Louise gave birth to their seventh child, Janetta. David and Louise Turpin, as well as his father, James Turpin, believed that God had called on them to have many children. So they thought God wanted them to have as many kids as possible so they could keep them shackled to their beds and virtually starve them? God wanted them to have a baker's dozen children and keep them in filthy, urine-soaked clothes or locked in cages? Don't worry, we'll get to that. If there is a God, I really hope that he's a better judge of character. Once they were in this much smaller, more secluded town, the abuse of the children increased. The Riverside County District Attorney would later state that this is where neglect would turn to violence. It started with hitting and pushing, which evolved into being whipped with a belt. If they didn't behave, the belt was flipped around and they were hit with the buckle. Then they would end up using paddles or a wooden oar. The final straw was to be beaten with a metal-tipped tent pole. This was also where the severe restrictions developed. The children were allowed one shower per year. It had been reported earlier that they were allowed to bathe twice a year, but that information was incorrect and the prosecutor made the correction to the media. They got one meal per day, which was just enough to keep them alive, but it severely diminished their development. I've already described the physical development, which made the adult offspring look at least a decade younger than they were, but there was also mental deterioration. The food we eat gives us vitamins and minerals that our body uses to build our bodies and our brains. Without the proper nutrients, the children didn't develop cognitive abilities at the standard rate. Couple that with the fact that they received no education outside of Jennifer's three years of primary school. She tried to teach them some basics, but by the time they were rescued, some of them could barely read or write, not even knowing the entire alphabet. By 2004, the Turpins had three more children, and the house that they had moved into was virtually uninhabitable. The couple purchased a new double-wide mobile home, placed it on the property, moved their entire family in, and abandoned the house. Almost as an echo from the person who bought their Fort Worth house in 2000, the investor who would end up buying the Rio Vista house in 2010 said the house was in the same condition. Holes in the walls, feces on the walls, and the smell of urine everywhere. If you mixed up the pictures each new owner took before they fixed the houses up, you wouldn't even know that they were different houses. Shortly after they moved into the trailer, Louise had their 11th child, Jolinda. This is the time where David built a cage to use as a punishment for any misbehaving child. They would start with their previously established series of beatings. Then, if necessary, they would escalate to locking them into a 35-square-foot or 3.2-square-meter caged area. That would be an area of about 5-foot by 7-foot or 1.5 meters by 2 meters. That was still not the last level of punishment, though. 
If the child still didn't behave, they would be locked into a dog kennel. This was all conditioning for the parents' plan to go live free on their own. They spent years conditioning the ten oldest children through extreme fear so that all they knew was that they needed to obey or else they would suffer. In 2006, after Louise gave birth to their twelfth child, Jalissa, the Turpin parents took their two youngest children, Jolinda and Jolissa, and began living in a rented apartment about 40 miles or 64 kilometers away. The Turpins put their two oldest children, Jennifer and Joshua, now 17 and 14 years old, in charge of the eight other children. They were instructed to lock them in the cages if anyone disobeyed their rules, and David would stop by every few days to drop off frozen food. This lasted between three and four years, and in that time, Louise never visited her children at the trailer. When the children were rescued in 2018, all of the offspring showed signs of neglect and malnourishment besides the youngest daughter, who was two years old. There seems to be a pattern where this couple would only have an interest in caring for their most recent child. They would take care of their babies, but as soon as a new child came along, the previous one would be tossed aside and they would only take care of the new one. It's absolutely bizarre. During the time that the Turpins had left their ten oldest children living alone in Rio Vista, Jennifer took a chance and escaped from the trailer. She managed to make it to a road where she flagged down a car. A neighbor picked her up and the girl asked how she could get a job, an apartment, and a car. Instead of seeing the massive red flags that this girl was throwing up, the neighbor drove her into town and dropped her off. Jennifer had absolutely no knowledge of the outside world. She hadn't experienced it since the third grade. So she wandered around town and asked about getting a job, but with no ID or any sort of education, she had no chance of succeeding. She ended up calling her mom, who picked her up and took her back to the trailer. In 2010, David Turpin retired from Lockheed Martin, and the entire family moved to a house in Southern California. Louise believed that her life was interesting enough for her to be on television. She dreamt of having her own reality show, being the next Kate Gosselin. They believed that moving closer to Hollywood would help her make her dream a reality. How delusional do you have to be to beat your children and lock them in cages and then want to invite cameras into your house? I'm sure you can fake it for a while, but people are going to realize that something is wrong with those kids pretty quickly. By the time that they were rescued, some of the children had such little exposure to the outside world that they didn't even understand what a police officer was. During their lives, the Turpins would take their family to Las Vegas to renew their wedding vows every two years. It turns out that they were also gambling addicts and would regularly gamble away their money in Louisiana while they were still living in Texas. They were also obsessed with all things Disney and would take the whole family on trips to Disneyland, but it wasn't for the kids. The trips were for David and Louise. The rest of these children's lives they spent locked inside their house. Here is a clip of their ridiculous Vegas wedding ceremony with Elvis as the officiant. We are celebrating today another one of the biggest days of your lives because you have kept the promises for 28 years. Yes! Yes, Mama Daddy again! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! These are for now or later. <laughs> today we get to celebrate by renewing the wedding vows. We get to make a memory again. We're here together 
Again, yes. So David holding your wife's hands, looking in her eyes and repeating after me, I David. I David. I take thee, Louise. I take thee, Louise. To be my wedded wife. To be my wedded wife. Once again. Once again. My best friend. My best friend. My soulmate. My soulmate. To have it to hold. To have it to hold. From this day. From this day. Forever. Forever. Yeah. I, Louise. I, Louise. I take thee, David. I take thee, David. To be my wedded husband. To be my wedded husband. Again. Again. My best friend. My best friend. My soulmate. My soulmate. To have. To have. And to hold. And to hold. From this day. From this day. Forever. Forever. Yeah. The massive debt they were in in Texas was probably also another motivator to move they disappeared to a different state to start over with a clean slate. That didn't last long, though, because they filed for bankruptcy in 2011. At their new home in California, there were no cages, so the parents used ropes and then chains to keep their kids locked to their beds. They would remain secured to their beds for days at a time, and in some instances, more than a month with no ability to use the bathroom. After moving to California, authorities would discover that David attempted to sexually assault one of his daughters. The girl, who was not named, claimed that he removed her pants, sat her on his lap, and tried to kiss her. When he suddenly heard Louise coming, he let her go. In California, David set up a private school and claimed that the children were homeschooled, though they never received any education. Some states are more rigid than others with their rules on schooling. They might have been able to have their kids in school in Texas without sounding any alarms, but California is a much more regulated state than Texas. The only exception for receiving an education other than Jennifer's elementary school history was Joshua. The Turpins allowed him to take classes at St. San Jacinto Community College, where he took classes in music, English, algebra, guitar, and basic auto mechanics. According to school transcripts, he had a GPA of 3.932, which is amazing for any kid, let alone one who had no other formal education and lived in a house of horrors his entire life. Other students described him as shy and frail-looking. Louise would take him to class, wait outside of the classroom door, and then take him back home afterwards. On July 14, 2018, Two of the Turpin kids managed to get out of the house through a window. One of them went back into the house due to overwhelming fear, but the other one, 17-year-old Jordan, got away and was able to use an old cell phone to call 911. The siblings had been planning this for two years prior to this day. They had managed to find an old cell phone that had been deactivated, but luckily you can still call 911 from a phone with no service plan. As long as the battery has enough charge, a call to 911 will go through from any phone you find. Remember, the person calling 911 here is 17 years old. What's your name? Gordon Turpin. Okay, I live in a family of 15 people, and my parents are abusing, they abuse us, and my two little sisters right now are chained up. There's 13 kids, and then a mother and father. And how many of your siblings are tied up? Two of my sisters, one of my brothers. How are they tied up? With rope or with what? With chains. They're chained up to their bed. Do you think anybody in the house will need to go to the hospital? I'm not sure. 
sometimes we live in silk, and sometimes I wake up and I can't breathe because how dirty the house is. When was the last time you had a bath? I don't know, almost a year ago, but sometimes I feel so dirty. I wash my face and I wash my hair. Does anybody at the house take any kind of medication? Oh, I don't know what medication is. I've never been out. I don't go out much, so I don't know anything about the streets or anything. Are you homeschooled? No, we don't do school. Our mother tells us we want private school, and she has a fake private school set up. But we don't really do school. I haven't finished first grade, and I'm 17. I don't know much about my mother. She doesn't like us. She doesn't spend time with us ever. Is that the deputy? Um, yes. Go talk to him, okay? Jordan told the 911 operator that her parents were abusing her and her siblings. When deputies from Riverside County Sheriff's Department arrived, she showed them pictures of the condition of the house. This prompted the Sheriff's Department to send in more deputies to check out the Turpin home, where they discovered 12 children living in vile conditions. Like I previously mentioned, the two-year-old seemed to be just fine. The police who first met with the 17-year-old escapee said she looked more like a 10-year-old than someone who was about to become a legal adult. They found a 22-year-old boy still shackled to his bed, and deputies said it looked like two girls had just been unshackled while the authorities were entering the house. Not only that, but deputies say that Louise looked absolutely perplexed at why the authorities were taking her kids away. They arrested David and Louise Turpin on the spot on suspicion of child endangerment and torture. They were held at the Riverside County Jail on $12 million bail each. Once rescued, the adult siblings were taken to Corona Regional Medical Center, where the staff couldn't believe that they were 18 to 29 years old. They worried most about the oldest girl, Jennifer. She had spent her entire life without enough nourishment for her body to develop properly. She was severely underweight at 82 pounds. The average weight of a healthy female in the 25 to 30 year range is 104 to 132 pounds, depending on height and build. So, best case scenario, she was 22 pounds underweight. Fortunately, based on her life since being freed from her parents' home, she seems to have not suffered any major mental disabilities. Hospital staff said that all of the siblings were stable, relieved, and very friendly. The underage children were taken to the pediatrics unit at the Riverside County Regional Medical Center. Information about the minor children has been understandably scarce. After being released from the hospital, they were placed into two different foster homes. The older siblings were given a home to live in together and spend time together with all of the younger siblings. They are all working on getting a proper education. David and Louise Turpin were charged with a combined 75 counts, including torture, false imprisonment, child abuse, and abuse of dependent adults. Riverside County District Attorney Kevin Beecham said that Louise didn't seem to have any grasp of the severity of the crimes she was being charged with. He said that she wrote an apology letter that said, quote, I'm sorry I chained you up. It won't happen again. I'll be a better mother, end quote. She was under the impression that she would have to take a parenting class and all would be forgiven. She was grossly mistaken. Eventually, on February 22, 2019, the Turpins pleaded guilty to one count of torture, four counts of false imprisonment, six counts of cruelty to a dependent adult, 
and three counts of willful child cruelty. During David and Louise Turpin's sentencing, some of their children read impact statements. Keep in mind, this statement is being made by Jennifer Turpin, who was about 30 years old at the time of this statement. Um, my parents took my whole life from me, but now I'm taking my life back. I'm in college now and living independently. I love hanging out with my friends and life is great. I believe everything happens for a reason. Life may have been bad, but it made me strong. I fought to become the person I am. I saw my dad change my mom. They almost changed me, but I realized what was happening. I immediately did what I could to not become like that. I'm a fighter, I'm strong, and I'm shooting through life like a rocket. She is the only one of the children who makes an impact statement that is critical of the parents. The rest of the children said that they loved their parents, and one even said that she believed that God had blessed her parents with 13 children and that God had given them a great life. She goes on to make excuses for everything her parents did, which is really sad to hear. Fortunately, despite that, the judge sentenced both of them to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. In recent updates of how the children are doing, one has graduated college and others have jobs. The six youngest siblings have all been adopted and are adjusting well. All 13 of them unite regularly, and all have received ongoing therapy and counseling. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility, call 911, or call Mental Health America, who operate the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Be safe. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, you can help us out by leaving us a review or rating on whatever podcast app you listen through. You can also subscribe to the show to ensure you don't miss an episode. Also, remember that if you'd like to support the show, you can find information on how to do that at thisismonsters.com forward slash support. Thanks again. Life's full of things we can't depend on. Like the Irish weather, predictably unpredictable. When you're cutting it fine, but the tractor in front is out for the day. No winner of this week's you-know-what. So much for lucky seven. But some things you can depend on. Like in home heating. Emo, Jones Oil and Campus Oil are now Certa, Delivering the same warmth to your home now and into the future. For home heating you can depend on, see CertaIreland.ie. It's flu season, and children are twice as likely as adults to catch the flu, which can sometimes cause serious illness. That's why all children aged 2 to 17 can get their free nasal spray flu vaccine, a safe and effective way to protect them and the rest of your family too. So make an appointment with your GP or pharmacist. Visit hsc.ie forward slash flu for more information. From the HSC. No. Good boy. Keep your hat on, pet. Why? We're playing dinner at the North Pole, remember? So we need to wear our big warm coats inside. When it comes to food or heat, many families will face impossible choices this Christmas. Please support the St. Vincent de Paul Annual Appeal. Donate locally or at svp.ie. Thank you. Shrink your Christmas bill at Dunn Stores. 
delicious free-range 4-kilo Irish turkeys are just $39.99. And incredible unsmoked centre-cut Irish ham is now just $13.59 for 2.75 kilos. That's 20% off. King prawn cocktail and oak and peat cold smoked salmon are just €6. Plus, with our 10 or 50 grocery voucher, you save even more. Dunn Stores. Make Christmas for everyone. Terms and conditions apply. Vouching abuse to next grocery shop of 50 euro or more. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.